It's time. It's time. It's fourth Motherbox time. Welcome into the fourth mother box. It's that time again to step into the ring with the greatest faction in podcast history. Welcome into the Fourth Mother Box. You are following us at Fourth Mother Box on Instagram, TikTok, 4MB, YouTube.com slash Fourth Mother Box, where we simply just upload whatever the fuck we want. Lots of Disney Park stuff. I'll be on Batu tomorrow, most likely. Let's see if I can grab Lieutenant Agnog. I'll throw it up, toss it up there. I haven't had that much blackened whiskey yet, Kyle. I'm Tom Oakery. Joining me as always, he was angry at the state of California last week, and the state of California did not fight back because they're weak. Kyle Casantino, Kyle, how the hell are you today? I'm doing good, and I still hate the state of California, um, but. Uh the Batu pooper is still on the loose, oh. so that's that's definitely something that we should we should all be very uh, much conscious of. Well, well, first I want to want to start off by saying thank you for the many many listens thus far on our last episode about who the Batu pooper is. Um, it's always great that when we talk about farts and diarrhea, which is you're here on the farts and diarrhea podcast, and right here first here when we talk about that. That people flood the the airwaves and they want to hear about the shit, Kyle. They want to hear who shat where. They want to know who the Batu pooper is, who's pooping in the rise of the resistance queue. So we thank you for that. But speaking speaking of shit, where the hell is Brad Hughes? Uh oh. I mean, he's been gone for like what two months now. What does this guy just like take a sabbatical from his job and and go on a, like a whiskey binging or bourbon tour of fucking? Where is this dude? I don't know. Maybe he fell into the Phantom Zone. I, I, I guess Zod. we can only assume. Uh, I, I guess we can only assume as much, or unless somebody found out he's the the mysterious Batu pooper and he's on the lamb. Oh man, oh man. Well, I don't know if we should put him on the shit list, but do we have anybody now? Do you want to officially put Evan on the shit list? We can put him on the shit list if you if you truly think Evan should be on the victims the not the victim, but the the perpetrators list of who is the Batu pooper. We can make that official right now. I I feel like we should, and I for you know for some reason I feel like we're just going to be talking about this for a long time, <laughs> a very, very long time. So Evan T Boucher, you are officially on the shit list. Thank you very much. Put him on the shit list. Piece of shit. All right, Evan T. All Boucher right. on the shit list. Anyone else we want to add on the shit list? This, this is the official fourth mother box. Who shit on Batu list? 
if you end up on this list, not only are you held to a standard of morals that are far below sea level, far below where hell resides, if you end up on this list, we're coming for you. So Evan T. Boucher, this is official. Anyone else we should add? Well, we definitely should add uh, Playtime Panda. I'm going to talk about him and his podcast today. Put him on the shit list. He's on the shit list. He's on the shit list. And Yeah, absolutely. And I think it goes without saying that Rosie O'Donnell needs to be on the shit list. Put her on the shit list. She's going on the shit list. So, so far we have Evan T. Boucher, Mike, Playtime Panda, Norat, and Rosie O'Donnell for no reasons other than she's Rosie O'Donnell. So more from us in the shit list as we go forward. If you or someone you love knows who shat on Batu in the Rise of the Resistance queue at Fourth Motherbox on Instagram, hit us up. We'll put them on the shit list. Yeah, so, you know, I, I was listening to uh, JFW had their their podcast. I'm not like a big into wrestling. I, I was when I was younger. And um, you know, I did like professional wrestling in high school and, and whatnot. But um I was listening to their podcast and I've I've just gotta say, you know, firstly I want to give a big shout out to those guys and give them some props because they gave us a little love. So I want to give a little love right back. And so for you out there, those of you out there who like wrestling talk, give this podcast a listen and these are a good group of guys. Well, you know, everyone except really Mike <laughs> and and uh, P-Tramp and Travis, if you're listening to this, please find a replacement for him. Um, you could use a desk lamp or hell, even get a mini fridge and that would be a major improvement. Oh, boy. Mike's over there running his mouth while he wears that red turtle shirt that makes him look like a big McDonald's Happy Meal box. <laughs> and and no, boys and girls, you won't find a toy inside. What you'll find is poor comebacks, lackluster promos, and a gimmick that's as worthy as Yokozuna's toilet after a three-hour binge at the local Nona's Pizza. <laughs> Mike, Mike, what did I tell you last week? What did I tell you not to do? And you went ahead and did it. You used the same mother joke that I told you. I we all we all heard it. We all I predicted that you would use the same mother joke, and then you just repackaged an insult that I made at your expense. Uh, Mike, you you could you could pay a half-eaten squirrel to come up with something better. So, I'm definitely not impressed. I'm not surprised. So sit down, son. Once again, I just delivered another shell shock. <laughs> Shell shock was the best part. Oh shit! <laughs> that was good. A little ginger, uh, ginger diet light snaps there from Kyle. Yeah, nice yeah. Work. Well, you know, Mike's Mike's not going to come back with anything. I mean, I'm surprised he's not asking you for to write his his monologues or whatever. So no, he's not. He he's just got he's got nothing. I mean, there's a lot to work with, Mike. I mean, come on, there's a lot to work with. We've known each other since. I don't know, 15 or 16 or something like that. Oh, look, Mike can get deep down and dirty personal if, if he goes back to the, you know, he had to tote you and, and other people around in his in his geo. Come on, Mike, get deep. <laughs> Go hard. He's no, he's, he's going to hurt his brain. So so, <laughs> so maybe maybe we should just end it there. You know, like let let him, you know, we don't we don't want Mike to, you know, um, stress his two brain cells coming up with something. Kyle's, 
Kyle Cosfrontation, whatever the hell your wrestling name was, Cosfrontation, whatever the fuck that was, came out of retirement to bury the game. Playtime pimp or primetime pimp. I'm, I'm getting the I'm getting the names mixed up here, and I haven't had that much blackened yet. That's the thing. Primetime poo stabber was my favorite. Primetime poo stabber is a good one, uh, but Playtime Panda stuck. But yes, I agree with your nice niceties and sentiment about. JFW podcast, which you can find them on Instagram at JFW podcast, and then their Facebook at Just Freaking Wrestling. Uh, give them, a, give them a look, yeah. Especially if you're if you're wrestling, and then P Trap says something funny once every like five blood moons. So Mike, he, he, what's what's this? He's gonna write a rap? Like, oh, oh, I can't wait for that. It's supposed to be tomorrow. Do you think he's gonna do it? I hope so, because seeing what's this he? guy rap is is going to be probably. Like one of the top seven moments of my life. Like hilarious. What's he going to rap about? Because I. Fourth mother box. I don't know and how great we are and how um, we'll stand the test of time of all podcasts about farts and diarrhea. I and, mean, what's I he really going to say that we haven't said? Because like 90% of this podcast is, is us just roasting either each other or other people. This is true. She called it. We should just call it the fourth mother roast. <laughs> now, then we get a bunch of resort fatties coming on thinking we're, t- we're like giving out a buffet or something like free buffet oh, coupons. That's, that's true. That's true. That's true. Well, hey, hey, that would get us. Uh, that would get us some downloads, <laughs> yeah. some listens. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's true. We toss up well. on YouTube, make some money, and then uh, quit our day jobs. Come on, listen to us. We'll talk about pork if it, if it gets us to to you know this to be a full time job. I'll talk about pork all day long. I don't care. I don't care. I'll learn everything I need to learn about pork. And then I'll probably eat so much of it, we'll be shitting a bunch, and I'll have a bunch of shit stories. Speaking, then, then you'll be on the shit list. I, oh, I, I might be, if I'm pooping that much. And then, like, it's just, I'm going on Rise of the Resistance a lot, you know? Hey. But I, I could just know. see the news. I could just see the news now. Local Floridian Tom Okri was found to be the Batu, the Batu pooper. It would he's be Florida a, man. Belie- it would be Florida, Florida man. man. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's like, that would be uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised to hear that. I really wouldn't. No. Uh, yeah, that's fine. You know, whatever. It, I mean, really, I I feel like it should, it's it's a, a local Florida man. It's got to be because, I mean. I would think if they're doing it three times in one day or they just hit the Spice Road table a little too they, much and then they park up to Hollywood Studios. So, so this is really localized to the, you know, the Florida resorts because let's face it, in California, they shit on the ground all the time there, so they, they, nobody really notices that that's like a big deal, you know. Yeah, yeah. Kyle went out of his way to take a picture when we were in San Francisco two years ago. Well, it's a part of the it's part of the local attractions. It's a part of the California experience. <laughs> God. <laughs> See Giardelli Square. You know, the uh, Fisherman's Wharf and, you know, a large human, you know, a large human, a large human duke on the side of the road. If anybody would like that picture, please let, please let us know and I will DM it to you directly. You saw Lena Dunham, Dunham on the side of the road? What? You saw Lena Dunham on the side of the road? You said big human fe- pile of feces on the side of the road. Way to ruin the joke. Oh well, that's not exactly what I said, but that's. We're just we'll just go with that. Yeah, yeah, and whatever. God damn, 
God, ruining it for us. See, this is what we're talking about. So now, now I can direct my hate. I gotta waste my hate on you. <sighs> I do have a funny story about myself that I did want to save telling you for the podcast, so it's equal parts hilarious for you and for me to embarrass myself here live. Did you on the did you Mother fall Box. down and sh- did you fall down and shart again? No, I no, I didn't shart. And, and Kyle, that 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 never happened. Your mom asked me to do it once. And I obliged after she added in a couple uh, extra fifty bucks. So, no, you you fell down a hill, and as you fell, you sharded hard. I did not. Um, it, it was it was bad. Again, I mean, the mother. We were riding ATVs, and they made you ride at least a mile behind us because it was <laughs> it was so bad. Oh, you're talking about the time in the desert. Should I I I, I should have left you in that fucking cave, let the fucking diamond uh, diamondback rattlesnakes out there bite your ass, and feed on you for like a day and a half. God, would have done the world a service. This podcast would be something. But anyway, you stupid prick. I we we bounce Lily. We like hold her. Uh, one of the easy ways to get her to sleep is like on an exercise ball. <laughs> I was starting to laugh. Already. Okay. And I was holding on to Lily, of course. And I was bouncing, and you're just sitting on it, bouncing on her. And then f- for whatever reason, my my balance just I lost it. So I started to roll back. And I'm like, well, I'm just falling over. So I rolled right off, <laughs> right off the exercise ball. But I had dad reflexes. You, you hear about them. And like Lily was covered on me. And she was sleeping. And I landed flat on my back. And I shit you not, she didn't wake up. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're all glad that Lily is okay and that she was fine. And we all wish that you, you know, you got hurt really bad. And so I didn't. Yeah. I, I just, you know, I still go to the gym. But hi. Ha! You fell. I did ha! fall. I did fall, Kyle. I did. Have you had any like you had like rip horrible gas in like the gym recently? Because like I, I feel like you're texting me that every other day. Well, you know, I always feel bad for the people who decide to run behind me on the <laughs> elliptical. I mean, it's it's just their funeral, right? I mean, everybody knows that when you go to the gym, like you're and you're you're running or you're on the elliptical, like you're just letting out like you know eight hours worth of. St- of gas that you accumulated <laughs> while you, while you were sleeping, or you took that pre workout powder and, you know, oh, we all know what happens <sighs> with pre workout powder. It's it's ten uh, percent uh, energy in- increase and and ninety percent diarrhea. So. You know, honestly, it's just the caffeine. But like pre workout always does it to you. But it's just the caffeine because the same thing happens with an energy drink. With like enough caffeine and energy drink, you'll you'll it'll stimulate you to just crap yourself. But for whatever reason, yep. pre-workouts are just like a little bit more intense. Yeah, yeah, it's you know something. What, you know what's weird about pre-workouts? Have you have you taken one in a while? Like one with like a lot of beta alanine, like makes your skin like tingle. Like, uh, it's such a weird feeling. You know, I don't. I've I tried one like way back in the day, and then I just never went back because, yeah. like in the beginning, it was great. And then after a few days, like it just like the effect wore off and then I, I didn't want to just keep like increasing the dose. So plus like, like fucking like 80% of the stuff you can't even pronounce on the back. So you don't even know what you're putting into your body. Yeah, I was using one when I was at the personal trainer, I was using the, the transform one, the one that my, my trainer made the the guy who owned the place and that, and that had a really good profile because he was all pretty, you know, stuck on what he wanted to go in there um it's absolutely necessary if you're like a personal trainer working out every day pre-workout is needed 
like it i saw the benefits of it like it gives you a good pump it, it'll it'll get you like a good 45 minute workout but then you most of them you don't crash after but um i found a good one at gnc like they made a bunch of different flavors but we're not here to talk about pre-workout i haven't taken one in a long time um some stuff has happened this week uh with we've had echo released right there's some rumors about mcu actors coming back where do you want to start kyle um oh god well i you know brad seems to love loki and i'm still just not really getting much from it i don't know like i like tom hiddleston i like him as loki i like owen wilson as mobius this is just not really a good season it's just not that interesting and I, you know, they, I, I also read that they are thinking about pivoting from Kang into Dr. Doom. And I heard now that too. I've said this a million times in the past that this is what they should do because this is what would sell better than Kang. Who's just, you know, not interesting in the least. Mm-hmm. So the multiverse is, is interesting to an, to an extent. Uh, I think it can get real crazy. Like I think Loki's an example of like how it's getting a little out there. You know, like you could use the multiverse and create a great story, but this is not really I I just feel like it's it's real kind of like a phoned in script. I I don't I'm not getting anything from it yet. I will watch it. Absolutely watch it till the end. But um, hopefully it ends better than it it starts. Now, I have a I have a new favorite multiverse, by the way, and it's called the Panderverse. Yeah, it's called the Panderverse. Oh well, yeah. South Park is is just legendary. Knocks it out of the park once again. So, put a woman of color in it, and make her gay. I loved. I love how like they made Cartman Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> that was funny. That was, that was great. That uh, back again. <laughs> if you if you like haven't seen the latest South Park special on Paramount Plus, and like this is all Paramount Plus has that and Beavis and Butthead, like go. Go run to run to this and watch it. Into the Pandaverse, South Park. Run to yeah, watch South it. Park. South Park has is a way of like, you know, like using humor. I mean, we remember what that was. Yeah. You know, when we made when we made fun of each other and nobody like cried about it to get get somebody canceled. Like everybody just made fun of everybody and it was mm-hmm. fine. Okay, yeah. nobody was like calling for like death threats or whatnot, but. That's that's uh, I guess that's a thing of the past, but at least South Park is uh, carrying that torch a little bit. So thank God, thank you, South Park. Thank you, South Park, indeed. But you were going on about the low key. So, so yeah, like, uh, y- you know, it's. I feel like it's it's just funny. Like they tried to do something in Phase Four, and they they're just really plotting hard. You know, we all said this too, you know, especially us DC folk. We saw the writing on the wall after Endgame, you know, they, they kind of had a few ups and then mostly downs and, you know, well, I mean, Captain Marvel's coming out in six days or the Marvels and nobody's really, nobody really cares. Like, I, I don't think there's a lot of buzz about this film. It's just, you know, it's just a different vibe. You know, it's a different mm-hmm. feeling than what it used to be because I shit you not, whenever there was a Marvel movie coming out, I was excited. Everybody was talking about it. You know, yeah. you'd run to the theater and like it was just a, you know, it was an exciting time. And now it it's just event. kind of like, meh. It, it certainly was. And now it's like, you know, like 
it, you have these lackluster characters and, and we'll get into echo, but I just want to say this, like, you know, it's kind of sad that, that, uh, you know, th- they chose this route, right? Like we all kind of knew that once you get rid of these main characters, that it was all downhill from there, but they, they, they're, you know, their hubris said otherwise. Yeah, they're like, oh well, we're gonna take this road and and introduce these like characters that nobody gives a shit about, and you know, I mean, it's not like that's not terrible to do that because they've done that well with Guardians, but they didn't do that well here. They they, they gave us characters and the, the writing and the quality just sucked. And so, what do they do? You know, now it's gonna go back to like what every other company's doing, including WB. You know, Ugh. well, we can't write anything good, so we're just going to do something that we know that's going to work. You know, and that's according to WB, we're going to redo Harry Potter. It's only been almost a little over ten years, and then you know, Disney is just like, well, you know, we're just going to bring all the characters back, bring back, bring back Robert Downey Jr., oh Captain America, yeah, and you know, bad, let, I bad mean, choice. which is which is like it really undercuts the finale of Endgame. And Robert Downey Jr. dying at the end was an epic, epic ending, and it was so perfect. Yet, you know, we we all kind of knew that this would happen. So, so my my quick thought on that, Kyle, and I'll, and I'll let you get back at it is, if Robert Robert Downey Jr. is truly coming back, like all these rumors are stating right now, if he comes back as Iron Man in the fashion of where he's canon again in their universe. It doesn't taint Endgame as a as a good movie because it's not the best, but it's it's better than good, right? It, it was a fun time in the theater, and it's a, I I enjoy watching it. What it does taint is it taints the greatness of the MCU and like what impact Iron Man had because if there's not that consequence of him, and then he does eventually just comes back anyway, everything just you lose a little credibility there in the beginning. I don't know, with like the MCU as a whole, I feel like it loses its power that it had. Just, just a little bit. Yeah, I, I just don't like that you're rewriting the story. You're starting to like rewrite the story. So, um, so yeah, that that kind of blows. It blows hard. Blows ass chunks. <laughs> and you know this this also plays right into Echo. You know, yeah. Echo came out. There was a trailer. You know, and the trailer was good. And we, we learned that it was rated R. First TV show that was rated R. And it includes Vincent D'Onofrio's uh, Wilson Fisk and Daredevil back in his red suit. We saw a brief glimpse of him in the trailer. And so, uh, you know, hey, I've got to... S- let me do this. Can I... I was telling you this before, the, before we started. I haven't seen the trailer yet. I've got my Chromebook hooked up. I, people can hear the trailer, and I, I'm going to live react to it. You mind if I watch it real quick? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's do that. I'm going to pull up the Echo trailer. Here we go. There she is. So Kyle obviously won't hear anything unless you hear it through my headphones, but here we go, the Echo trailer. I'm sure there's a... Ah, no ads. All right, it started. Maya. I see everything that you are. He looks so good. Oh, good. He doesn't look I like he's like a thousand pounds. A little bit. Oh, he's beating the shit out of that guy. Okay, this trailer already kicks ass. 
Don't be afraid. Make America skate again? Did you see that? What? No. It says make America skate again. Yeah. Oh god. You have so much pain in you. 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 I love that Fisk so is narrating the trailer. That you can't contain it. No bad deed. Earth goes unpunished. I assume that was her mother. Holy shit, he shot him in the fucking neck. Damn, January 10th, all episodes, all episodes streaming January 10th. That's new from Disney Plus. Shit, that was a good trailer, Kyle. Fuck, that was good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was good. And, you know, my, I was, you know, my question is, is like, you're introducing a character that people don't really know a lot about, but you're introducing, and, and, you know, without Fisk, Wilson Fisk or Daredevil, nobody would watch this. Now, when you you have characters in the show that are more interesting than your main main character, that's kind of a problem. Um, and I'm just thinking too, like if they don't continue on into the next season, if there is a next season, like would people watch it? Is there going to be enough time to really, you know, really get into this character? Because I, I mean, this is this is very like obscure character. Like she she doesn't have any really superpowers that I don't think. Um, I'm trying to remember Hawkeye, but I don't think she has any superpowers. Like, I'm just not. Well, I don't. Like, I don't know many people who are deaf and can like kick ass and have like in tune senses like that. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, certainly that's you know a lot like Daredevil in, in a way. But, yeah. but, but I don't know. The I think, thing that makes I her just, character interesting to me, and I I know nothing of her in the comics, but just watching that trailer, I'm like, oh, she's angry. She's pissed. She's like a girl version of Fisk. I I fucking love that. The fact that he like helped like bring her up and raise her, like fuck yeah, let's go. I like that. Well, in any case, I think there, she's going to have an up uphill battle, and I, I'll certainly give her the benefit of the doubt as I do all all these shows and characters. But um, I don't know. I mean, I think it's, fact- it's exciting to see Fisk and Daredevil, and that's probably a hundred percent of the reason why most people are watching it and the fact that it's tvma for disney plus like congrats to you guys for for taking that plunge like like when when fox you know when the rights with deadpool and and that was all worked out with fox i i felt pretty confident that disney was not going to pg-13 it so this is this is our first little taste at it and see what it is might might give us a window of how how far deadpool 3 will be willing to go yeah, and you know it's a step in the right direction for Daredevil because you know, Daredevil. A lot of people really love that series on Netflix. I mean, it's it's one of the best superhero series to date, and it was it was kind of like brutal and gritty and and like it was very much an adult TV series. So they need yep. to keep that going. That's Absolutely. what makes it popular. Absolutely. So, so that was, that was a good trailer. Um, 
I'm invested. I'll watch January 10th, all episodes. I don't know if I'll go straight through and binge, but I'll I'll definitely, you know, chip away at them. I, st- I, I still got to get to low-key. I really do. I see mixed reviews on it. I see people love it, and then I see people mad about it, like you. It's It's really not... I mean, I like the first season. I thought the first season was great. You know, it was it was interesting and different. And now it just kind of seems like it's, I don't know, like they're just kind of like saying they're throwing anything at the wall, and, and that's what it is. Yeah. Like you don't you don't really get the feel for like this this means something to some overarching like story. Oh, I got gotcha. you of some kind. Like it just it's not it's not it's not horrible. I'm just saying it's not like. It's not getting me excited to get up and like run down the stairs and watch it in the morning. Like it. That's because you have so, to stop and take a huge, massive Chipotle dump first before running down the stairs. That's okay. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. Now, I can pivot a bit and say pivot. that I, I did finish Spider Man 2. Oh. Uh, as of today, yeah. as of today, this morning, I finished the, the story. And I actually like did everything in the game, and so oh Jesus, it's it's the best Spider Man, it's the best Marvel game to date. Mm. I mean, it's it absolutely is. They paid really good attention to detail in this story. It was really really well done. The combat was great. The story was great. Uh, two Spider Man is hard to kind of you know like do in, in a way because like you have two main characters kind of competing for the spotlight, but they, they knocked it out of the park and it certainly appre- made my appreciation for miles Morales a lot more. Nice. So, um, I'm certainly very excited to see where this goes next. And, um, and I don't want to spoil anything cause Tom, I don't, I don't think you've played it yet, but like Venom's into introduction into this, uh, into this game. And you kind of don't, uh, you know, see him right away, but his introduction is epic as fuck. That's cool. And it's kind of like they took a page out of D- DC. Oh, um, interesting. In, in a way, in a way, but like there's something that happens where you're just like, Oh my God, <laughs> kind of a thing. So this is a great game. I, you know, it sucks that the only thing that sucks is like, you just have to wait so fucking long to get another one. I, I anticipate there will be some DLC, and given that I've done everything in the game, I can take a guess at what that will be about. So I'm certainly excited, and I, I kind of have an idea of like what they could do for the third game, but okay, you know they they would have to really go above and beyond. Like I just have a vision in my mind, and if they did it, it would be like the best thing ever. Okay. So okay. Did you that's, like that's me not spoiling it? Did you like this better or Survivor? Uh, oh God! I'd say I'd, I'd probably go with Spider Man too. Oh fuck you, you stupid piece of shit! That's the wrong answer. Fucking Wookie ass eating motherfucker. That's right. You but I I give box. I I'd give both games a ten out of ten. I mean, I just think like th- this was. I would I would dock Jedi Survi- um, Survivor just a bit because because of the I'm the end boss this. fight which was just absolutely fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it was so stupid. Like the whole game is is evenly paced and you can you know with some strategy you can beat pretty much any like enemy and villain and then you get to a, the the end boss and it's just like oh, imp- no, fucking the game possible. Was too hard. 
No, no, no. Okay, you're talking a veteran of like very difficult games like Dark Souls. Okay, too busy with Tom. You want to know what's hard? Your mother. That was terrible. That was awful. You know, normally I'm just giving you shit if you come up with like a good one and I don't acknowledge it, but that was bad. Take a fucking lap. Like, get off that the was, podcast that, and take a lap around yeah, your fucking house right now. That was a Mike Norat comeback. I'm sorry. No, Mike Mike wouldn't have even gone there. He at least would have tried. No, he at least would have had no, the cognitive function. Shut up no, for a second. He, he at least would have had the cognitive no, function. He is a turtle. They think slow, but he would have had the cognitive function to come up with something better than your mom is hard. Like, get a fucking... Gee, kick you off this podcast for oh yeah like like you dumbasses on jedi talk don't come up with dumb shit like that all the time we come you guys up are like i had great I had a some content dull... this is an example you guys are like i went to disney today and i had some dull whip just like i did with kyle's mom that's not that's you guys and it's hilarious and it's like and then and then you guys laugh like hyenas and then <laughs> all of us including all of your Listeners are all dumber for having listening to you three jackasses. I used that Billy Madison joke before on here. Shut the hell up. It hasn't been long enough. You nacho fucking eating motherfucker. Twat waffle. is a twat waffle. You're a twat waffle. Mike said it. Bunny Jones said it. The the unimaginable Bunny Jones, whatever the hell I called him. (laughs) Why does he have like 40 nicknames? That's a good question. I don't know. I really don't know. Um, the Nubby Jones thing, I think, came out of when he was uh, training to become a pro wrestler. And, um, you know, the turtle, he's always been in the Ninja Turtles, so he just adopted that. How does he wrestle anybody? Because, like, is everybody, like, three times his size? Like, they, they must feel like they're wrestling a five-year-old. <laughs> Whoa. That's a you, shot. like, throw him around like a rag doll? I, I don't know, Mike. Michael have to share some videos. I know some videos like, out there exist of his matches. Like you, you know, like when you fought Chris, you guys are like the same height, right? Yeah. Like or, or similar in height. Like yeah. the match, it's like evenly matched up. Like how do you match somebody up with Mike? Like you get a pool of like fifth graders, and maybe maybe that would be somewhere close to his height. I don't know, but well, that's the thing. It's a you know he's either evenly matched with somebody the same size, same class. Or if it's someone bigger, that's that's the psychology of wrestling. He works as like the smaller guy. Well, it's still a mystery to me, so Oh. That's okay. That's okay. Um would do you, do you wanna you, you wanna talk plug Jedi talk this week? Because you guys had a big uh seemingly a big week here. Absolutely, sure. Um, and without without uh bitch Brad even. Oh boy, there's there's that shot again. Um, so, yeah, so we met with a bunch of fantastic people who it's a crew of individuals working on a documentary for Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser called Halcyon Days, The Final Voyages of Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. So I met the director on the Heroes of the Halcyon party uh, like a month or so ago, a month and a half ago, and and we had kind of connected then. And I think Evan exchanged um, info with uh, Carrie and they had texted or called and we set this up today um, for them to, for us to talk about the documentary, what they're working on, who they have. 
they revealed on the Jedi Talk episode, which is now available anywhere you get your podcasts, YouTube tomorrow, that they secured Adam Riley, who we, you know, who Jedi Talk interviewed about six months or so ago, maybe a little bit less, four months or or so, um, which is our still our most popular episode to date. So they're getting a full interview with Adam Riley, which you know is going to be good. This is going to be great. They were on our podcast, and then after uh, Evan and I uh, took some questions and were interviewed for the upcoming documentary. So I can't wait for this. I really can't. The, just hearing what they had in mind with what they shared with us on air and what they shared with us off air, it's it. This is going to be pretty pretty freaking epic. Um, my current favorite documentary is The Last Dance about the '90 Chicago Bulls and Michael Jordan, their final season together on the Bulls. But this one might topple it. And Last Dance is a good-ass documentary, but I can't wait, man. It's good stuff. So, yeah, that was that, so, that was Jedi Talk. I mean, did you guys talk about... I didn't listen to it yet, but uh, did you guys talk about, you know, the potential of, of it coming back? You know, we didn't yet. This was more focused on, like, the closure, the lead-up to what kind of Disney did well and what they didn't do well because we talked about marketing for a little bit. So, no, we didn't talk about the potential of it coming back. We may have made mention here or there about what might exist in the future, but we really didn't talk about that in depth. This was more of just about honoring it as it announced its closure and it was phasing, fading out. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And we also talked with, you know, there was the lead research analyst on, the um, audio and one of the editors were on, and I think um, the one who runs the camera as well. The last... The last um, voyage that they went on, this crew who's doing it for the documentary, they were on Evan's cruise. So that's how Evan got to know them. And they filmed everything kind of like first person view, more or less, of the, of like the last, you know, one of the last voyages. So on their documentary, you're going to see one of the passengers just kind of interacting with everything. So it's interesting. It'll be good. It'll be good. Like, like, it this will be something good for people who weren't able to experience it, and this will be like the closest you might be able to get. And and then if Disney does put something there, which I feel confident that they will, hopefully this this will drive them to it. Yeah, I can't wait to listen to that. And uh, you guys are into Star Wars; you should give that a listen as well. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Um, DC. You- yeah, go ahead. Just like looking through like the news here and it just some of the stuff that like it's scrapped is kind of insane to me. And then they green li- green light, um, you know, just like dog shit. Like, like, you know, this week they talked about Guillermo del Toro's script, a Star Wars film that was based on like Jabba the Hutt as Scarface. Yeah. What the hell? You know, I mean, like, I know the Jabba the Hutt's kind of like at the butt of every joke in Star Wars, <laughs> but like he's. He's like a like a real formidable foe in this in this area. Like he is like a gangster, you know, in this world. And you know, you make that kind of like a Sopranos style Star Wars film where he's he's kind of like the ringleader of this, you know, massive, you know, gang or whatever, uh faction of like really bad people. That would have been fucking great. Absolutely. That would have actually been a good TV show, you know, because you could really let that breathe and um, put a lot into that. And it didn't have to be big budget either. So, I mean, 
Why do they do these things? <laughs> you know, it's like they it's like every good idea that comes across their plate. You know, I'll even knock DC a little bit like the Flash. You know, you know, what's really great. It's like some they were sitting around Andy Muschietti and his wife were sitting around. It's like, you know, what's really great uh, that people like a lot in the Flashpoint comic is when we learn about Thomas Wayne becoming Batman and Martha Wayne becoming the Joker, you know, with two great characters that were already featured in Batman vs Superman, you know, played by Lauren Cohen and, um, you know, what's his name from The Walking Dead? And like they just don't do that. You know, they don't include Thomas Wayne Batman in any of it or the Martha Wayne Joker. Is that right, uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan? Yeah, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Um, and, and that's like one of the greatest parts about that story. You know, I, I get they have to kind of like mix it up a bit and change some things, but like, holy fuck, you know? Yeah. I, you know, part of me is kind of like glad that it's rebooting a bit because like there's there's just been a lot of bad decisions and Andy Machete better get taken off of Batman the Brave and the Bold like now because that's just unacceptable. It's just unacceptable the performance that it had. And I'm I bought I I own the movie. I mean I love the movie. I loved what we got, but there was just some stuff that just was, you know, not done well. Yep. And um so so yeah, I mean Hopefully we hear some more things about that in the coming future as far as maybe Universal buying WB. Let's hope that happens because oh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. WB's leadership is not great, as we have said many well, times. We got to trust in the force and see if we can, with this Discovery merger, see where it takes us now. I mean, it, you know, when James Gunn and Peter Safran, we, I, I guess we just have to give it the good old college try. I, I saw a rumor that creature commandos was, was delayed till 2025. So, I mean, yeah, there's, there's strikes abound. The shit's going to be pushed back. It just is what it is. Yeah. And then, uh, one other article that caught my eye as I'm flipping through IGN here is that, um, blade is in trouble once again, Jesus Christ. It's like every month. And it said, the Long Troubled reboot has gone through several creative overhauls, and it's now reportedly being made for lower than usual budget amid creative issues. And at one point, um, you know, the actor Mahersha Ali, who played who's playing Blade, wanted to leave because of the trouble that it was having. I mean, what the fuck is going on? Blade is a great character. You know, Wesley Snipes did an excellent in in the three movies. I mean, people don't. People didn't really like the third one. It's fine. But, you know, in that time, that was good. You know, just, I mean, it's not, it's not fucking hard. Like, it's just not. Like, I mean, look at what works, people. You know, Marvel is kind of stupid because they keep shooting themselves in the foot. You know, Mm -hmm. like they had this long Infinity War saga and they were building towards a story that was good. You know, like if you have good characters and you have a good story, People will go see it, you know. Why do they keep doing this? You know, it's like they're kind of, you know, this blade seems like it's being made by Warner Brothers. That's <laughs> that's what it's that's what it feels like when I keep seeing this. So they don't know what to do with it. I mean, it's as simple as that. Just a blade is it's, it's not complicated. Just have him like, you know, kill a bunch of vampires. Have him kill Morbius. That would be great. <laughs> Just. I know that just, that would redeem that. Just be trench hole. Yeah, Jesus. like in the beginning, you announced that Jared Leto's Morbius is going to be in it, 
And then in the first five minutes, you just see Blade cut his head off. Like, that's that would be great. That would be a movie that would stand the test of time. It would redeem yep. Mobius. Morbius. It would it would redeem it. <laughs> Real quick, I got to... I'm just one one last yes. comment about that. Like if you go back and watch '90s animated Spider-Man, which they should like, they need to remaster that shit. That was a great great series. But there's there was a couple episodes um, put together. It's called Neogenic. I think it was Neogenic Nightmare, and it included. It was like all about Morbius, and then Blade got into the picture, and Spider-Man, and it was excellent. You know? Okay. So they, so. I don't know. It just, it's, and Blade is one of my favorite characters. I really wish, you know, they would do something good with it, but, um, I'm starting to, I'm starting to get real worried because it just seems like from day one, it's been a fucking nightmare. It's, it's crazy. Like I felt that mo- that movie was close to going in pre-production and then a bunch of shit happened and they're well, doing it to spite you, Kyle. That, well, what probably it is, is that Disney is, is kind of bombing with everything, you know, like they, they're not doing well and they're probably like, uh, really spinning their wheels over there. So who knows? Nobody knows. I got to give a, I got to give a quick shout out to my wife though. She texted me while we're here recording the podcast. So she's on the couch with Lily, changed her diaper there and she shot the diaper from the couch and made it into the, uh, trash can so shout out to my athletic as hell wife that was hot so very well done that put that out there on the podcast very well done yeah (laughs) um it's not easy to do you know full diaper like that just making it you know you would somehow it would end up in the backyard which is behind the couch on athletic do you have a full do you do you have a full diaper right now uh your mother's texting me so i do oh yeah okay yeah yeah, you're telling me that I had a bad comeback earlier. Whatever. I do come on her back dumb. too. <laughs> okay, that's just that's just not tasteful. Oh, that's what we do all of a sudden. Our tasteful mother jokes. Yeah, yeah, we're classy mother jokes. Not like the trash <laughs> like over there on Jedi Jedi talk. A hundred like thirty episodes or whatever we've done, and then now you're like tasteful mother jokes. You know what this is. You sold your soul to the devil's mother joke. Great with the dead air. I mean, I mean, you're you, you're just a great compliment there, Kyle. Oh, great with the dead air. <laughs> well, that's that's the only response to you is dead air. <laughs> oh, is it? Uh, dead air on your mother's ass. There we go. That was a bad mother joke, but it just felt like saying it. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh huh huh huh. Uh, Aquaman 2 is still coming out. Um, why? 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 I don't know why. I don't. Just there's it's like, like a they don't give a, it. It's it's like they don't give a fuck. They're just like, eh, Aquaman 2 is coming out. Just whatever. They might as well as release Batgirl too. Like, who gives a fuck? Oh, back. Yeah, I'm, I'd actually much rather see Batgirl than Aquaman 2. I 100. Same here. Yeah. Like easily, easily. Give me Batgirl. Hashtag Batgirl instead of Aquaman 2. It's a long hashtag, but we can get it to work. <laughs> Isn't that like the biggest crock of shit? Even looking back, like, how do you film a whole fucking movie and then just decide, well, we're not going to release nah. it. We're done. Yeah. Nah. nah. Like shit. 
like when in the history of forever that has that ever happened in movie film history, right? I'm sure like, it has, but like it sure doesn't seem like it happens often. I just can't even I just can't even like I can't even imagine. No. Um, but people somehow have managed to imagine this podcast for the past four, 47 minutes or so. And no, you're not imagining. You might be tripping on something, but we are real and we are this terrible. So we, again, are Fourth Mother Box. You're following us at Fourth Mother Box on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube.com slash Fourth Mother Box. You have been great. We have been the Fourth Mother Box. Thank you for listening to our puke. Now we get to this point of the show where we always leave it up to Kyle for a final word. Now, half the time he's got something really well prepared, and the other half, he fumbles. So Kyle, take it away. Well, Courtney just texted me and said that you indeed do have a full diaper. So uh, I just want to leave our listeners with that. Tom, in, in fact, has a full diaper right now. 